it's really important not to settle in life like if there's something about yourself that you feel is holding you back or sabotaging you like you owe it to yourself to be like you know what i have the power to change that because the light on the mountaintop isn't just there to look pretty yeah it's there to actually shine on the sea yeah. so boats can actually come into harbor and get yeah. back safely yeah but your first two events yeah flex. my first three events first three, so what? in the same year yeah. i did lagos london and new york you're, you're dope <laughs> There's enough room for all of us to reach our full potential. We said we said it all the time. Yeah. There's something called the confidence gap between men and women. I saw that on your page. Yeah. So just look for the positives in your life, and I promise you, by you doing that, over time, your confidence in yourself starts to increase. Yeah. You might work hard, but you might not even get the recognition you deserve. Mm-hmm. That's a big so it's like, are you gonna stop working hard? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Right? Is it for the recognition, mm-hmm. or is it for the purpose? Oh, when you combine those three things together, you will be your most powerful self. It's what's the biggest lesson you're learning in the season right now? That's a good one. He didn't tell me this question beforehand. <laughs> he said, "I want to surprise you." Surprise me. That's good. Yes, people. Uh, it's that time of the week. It's that time of the day. Mm-hmm. It's purpose-led time, so you know that we're here to stay. Oh, stay. We've got a guest on today. Uh-huh. But before we do that, let's introduce the host very quickly before we get into the amazing, amazing guest. Mm. So, guys, welcome. My name is Rob Klutze, Coach Klutze. I'm a public speaking and communication coach. I'm a project manager. I'm a speaker. I'm a co-host of the Purpose-Led Podcast. And I'm grateful and blessed to see you guys all here today. My brother. Mm, my name is Jonathan. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I am also, obviously, we run Purpose Led together. It's not just a podcast. A lot more. It's you're right. Organization. Right. Yeah. Okay. We do organization. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> that we do organizational stuff. We speak at schools, universities, corporates, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And that's what we're going to do more of as well. I run a personal branding, a podcasting agency full time. That's what I do. Um, and I enjoy doing these podcast episodes with my brother but today <laughs> today what have we got on our today hands? as you guys know we like to do our wwe wwe that's a free w wwe introductions uh, okay so today we have an amazing <laughs> guest she is an internationally renowned speaker wow she is an internationally recognized life coach in uh, fact not a life coach huh? confidence coach mm. she is as i said a speaker mm-hmm. she's a coach mm-hmm. she has a podcast wow and overall, she's doing some amazing things. She's hosted workshops all around the world. If I even saw the numbers, and Ms. correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw she's impacted over 10,000 people. That's a lot. She's hosted over 75 plus workshops all around the world. That's a lot. And she's impacting people day by day. That's this woman lot. here, I can't lie to you. <laughs> I I'll, get to it, I'll get to it in a minute's time, but her name is Miss Tiwa, a.k.a. Miss Confident and Killing It. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome for having you. Yeah, and thank you for coming as well. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. How are you guys? Amazing. Doing very well. Doing Amazing. very well. I mean, I said just a minute ago off camera, right? This was very surreal to me. Mm. And Tiwa looked bad scared when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why it was so surreal to me, guys, because I remember during lockdown now, I was on a journey of... What year What year was this? 2020. 2020, right. So I was on a journey of personal development. And I was thinking I wanted to go down the path of confidence coaching. As you guys probably seen in the early episodes, I always used to say... I was going to be a confidence coach, right? Mm. Obviously, now I'm a public speaking and communication coach. But I want to, I want to be a confidence coach. And I remember praying Tiwa during lockdown. And I said to myself, this woman is dope. Like, she's actually wow. dope. My first ever, my first um, page, Coach say right? I got, and she doesn't even know this, the structure I have on my page yet came from you. Wow. wow. You know, like the picture, yeah. video picture. I got it from you, you know. Wow, wow, so wow. I just got to show, guys, like, it's a full circle moment. Because Whoa. three years later, after us grafting, putting the work in. Big graft. 
that means so much today. to me. amazing stuff. But today I'm looking forward to this episode today because we spoke a lot about confidence. Mm-hmm. John's smiling because he's like, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, no, I didn't know that. I did not know this yeah. at all. We speak, we speak a lot about confidence, but I think mm. it's only right that we get confidence coach in today. However, Absolutely. before we like to start right, we, ask, we like to ask our audience, or our guests, sorry, mm-hmm. a question. Okay. But I was, I was pondering, I was thinking, I was forced myself, let's change the question up today. All right, let's So usually what we ask our guests is like, what chapter in your book is this right now? But I'm not going to ask you that question Ooh, today. I'm going to okay. ask you today, right? Is what's the biggest lesson you you're learning in the season right now? Oh, that's a good one. He didn't tell me this question beforehand. He said, "I want to surprise you." He that's surprised me. That was one. good. What's the biggest lesson the I'm lesson? learning in this season right now? Mm. Oh gosh, so many. Like I'm really in a learning season right now. Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, let me tell you the one, the realization that shook me to my core wow. the most. Okay, was hard work doesn't necessarily guarantee the exact outcome that you want. Mm -hmm. Because I always thought, work hard, I get what I want, right? You have the vision, you have the goal, you have Mm -hmm. the path. It's like, if I do this, this, and this, then I should get this, this, and this. And sometimes you can do ABC and it can go XYZ, like literally. And so I'm learning to realize that there's different avenues to reach my dreams Mm. and my goals Mm. and just because in my head I had a picture of one path and if it didn't work out that way it doesn't mean there's no other ways that I can get to the goal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's the one that really shook me to my core it's like okay you might work hard but you might not even get the recognition you deserve Mm -hmm. so it's like are you going to stop working hard Mm -hmm. like why are you doing what you're doing right is it for the recognition Mm -hmm. or is it for the purpose is it for you know is it because of the impact that you want to have so Mm -hmm. yeah that just really that's the lesson I'm really learning like you know what it's not always going to go exactly the way you want but keep exploring Mm -hmm. the reason why I say that's good so much right do you have something to say but actually the reason why I say that's so good, right? Because I feel like on the journey of entrepreneurship or just chasing your, your dream in general, right? You start very zealous mm. and you're just super passionate about it. And maybe along the line, you may get sucked into the peer pressures of like, I want to be recognized. I want to yeah, be yeah. seen as a success in my field. But what you just said there is like, no, no, let me get back to basics and remember why I started this in the yeah, first place. Yeah. And I think that's super powerful for everyone right now because Absolutely. there's going to be times and seasons right, by, whereby you're not recognized for the greatness within you. But that's what it comes down to you to recognize and remember, I'm not doing it for people. Yeah. I'm doing it for impact. Yeah. And naturally, people will just start to fall in place regardless. Exactly. But exactly. it impacts the most important thing. So I think that's super, super powerful and pretty nice segue into the episode. But yeah. mm, I was going to say something about self awareness. That's a lot. That takes a lot of self awareness. Yeah, absolutely. I would, you would have to know yourself to understand <laughs> what am I actually doing yeah, this for? Yeah, I think self awareness is the key to everything. Absolutely. Like, you need to know yourself to grow yourself. Like, mm. and I always say, <laughs> <laughs> give a click. clicker. Yeah. Uh, you guys are going to be clicking the whole oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm that. ready, I'm ready man. Um, I always say, like, the first thing you need to know as an entrepreneur is yourself mm-hmm. because. If you build a business not knowing who you are, what you're good at, what your strengths are, what you're passionate about, you're building a business on shaky foundation. Absolutely. So 
yeah, self-awareness is key. So step first step to building your confidence, to growing yourself, to launching your business. Like you need to know who am I? What am I working with? What do mm. I have within me? Yeah. And I think a lot of people actually like live on autopilot. They don't mm. have that self-awareness. They don't know who they are. Um, and so they make decisions from a place of insecurity. But the most important thing is to actually spend time like, okay, who am I? What do I like? What mm. are my strengths? Mm. Um, what are my values? And then create your life around that. And how would you say people should do that then? Because for, for me, it was journaling. Like that's yeah. that's the way that I kind of gain self-awareness and I saw patterns within myself. Yeah. But what would you recommend for people? So definitely um, journaling is great. Mm. Reading books as well, mm-hmm. personal development books. Mm. Also getting coaching can mm. also help because a coach's job is to help you see things that you don't usually see. Mm-hmm. So the coach looks at it from a different perspective and changes things so that you can begin to see some of those things. Mm. But for me, my journey started, I read a book called 15 Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Oh, okay. And I, I, know the, I know the author but I haven't actually heard of that book. Yeah, so that book was the book that changed my life. Wow. Um, when I was 21. Okay. I'm not going to say uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we Couple, 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 couple years couple ago. Couple years yeah. back. Um, when I was 21, I was actually living in Madrid because oh, I wow. studied Spanish and business management at university. Okay. So, ah. hablo español. Hablo español. Sí, claro. Poco. Mucho. Mucho. No, she speaks a lot of Spanish. Like, she speaks a lot. Yeah, speak I speak fluently. Spanish. Yeah, I lived in Madrid for a year. Wow. So, and I studied Spanish for like eight years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I was living in Spain on my year abroad. Mm-hmm. And that was like my year of discovery and exploration. Mm. And so, before I left, my mom gave me this book called 15 Laws of Growth. And I had always thought like... Oh, when I'm 25, I'll be growing. I'll be making money. Life will mm. be good. Like, I don't need to worry about this stuff. Like, growth comes with age. Mm. That's the biggest mistake you can ever make. Wow. Growth does not come with age. Mm-hmm. Growth comes with intentionality. Mm-hmm. So I get this book and I start reading from John Maxwell and he's saying those things like growth comes with intentionality. Um, you know, if you want to be this person in the future, it starts from the choices and decisions you make yeah. in the present. And I was like, oh, wow. OK, this is amazing. So I was like, I'm an Aries. I'm very competitive. I like to win. Mm. So I was like, OK, what do I need to do to win in life? Let's get this going. Like, what are my tools? How do we get started? And so... Um, and I talk about this in chapter one of my book. Um, yeah, I'm an author, by the way. I think come, come on. Yeah. I, I think you, you left it out you in didn't my say that. That's, that's that. a big thing Guys, to say as how well. How I forget that she's also the author? Yeah. The book is called, as you can <laughs> imagine, Confidence and Killing, Killing It. it. Oh, wow. where, can people, where can people get it? Um, bookstores all over. So Amazon, mm-hmm. Waterstones. Mm-hmm. Um, big Waterstones, you know. Yeah. In person. In person. Serious. Walk into a no store. She's, no, no, she's yeah. <laughs> she said respect her. She yeah. said respect her. Yeah, in person. Um, but I just say so, yeah. competitive. Yes, I'm in Aries. I'm competitive. And so I was like, I want to win. How do I get this? Like, I want to win in life. You know, mm-hmm. let's get this show on the road. Mm-hmm. So in chapter one of my book, I talk about... Um, connecting with your true authentic self Mm -hmm. creating that person and i created something called your power circle Mm. and your power circle is essentially where your strengths your passions and your values align Mm. and that is where you are your most powerful self so strengths passions and values Mm -hmm. when you combine those three things together you will be your most powerful self what's your what's your three biggest values then so my values are wellness impact creativity and spirituality those are my four top values and so everything that i do even my to-do list is 
grouped in those four buckets. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So throughout the week, I'm looking at what did I do to work on my wellness this week? Mm-hmm. What did I do to work on my spirituality? What did I do for my creativity? And what did I do for impact? So when you say wellness, is that like fitness, health? Yeah, fitness, okay. health. So like exercising, mm-hmm. making sure my mind is in the right place, eating oh. well, those sorts of things. Okay. Um, spirituality, carving out time with God. Okay. Um, you know, creativity, like I... I don't want to just be like boxed in a space of like, oh, you're business minded. So all you can do is business. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I love creating like videos and like designing assets for like Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I have my creative or like coming up with new ideas for a course, that sort of thing. And then the impact is like, OK, the actual work, like mm-hmm. one to one contact with people actually putting out the message. Because as an entrepreneur, you have to spend days working on your business and working in your business. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I just make sure I'm always thinking, okay, what's the impact? So I make sure I'm touching on those things. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. And also interesting about that, myself and Joe will speak about that. Not the same for breakdown, yeah. like what you do, but we talk about it quite intensively ourselves. So we like to break our stuff down into spiritual, financial, emotional, physical. That's nice. how we base our lives. So nice. we said they're super, super valid. I want to go into conflict culture a bit more now. Yeah. Right? And the reason I want to go into that because obviously you're killing it in that space, no Thank pun you. intended. Mm-hmm. But Obviously, most coaches don't start, or you're a confidence coach. Mm-hmm. A lot of confidence co- or coaches in general don't start being a master in that field. So, for example, I didn't start being a, an amazing public speaker. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak until I was four years old. Mm. So, maybe someone who's a leadership coach didn't start being the best leader. Mm. They had to learn and cultivate those skills of leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, my question to you is how did you even get a show to become a confident woman? Mm. Yeah. Um, so my journey kind of started after I read that book, I was started working on myself Mm -hmm. and then I was doing that. I saw real life changes in me. What does that mean? Working on yourself? Because like, what is it? Because everyone says it, but what does it mean? Yeah. So actually articulating my strengths. So to find out what my strengths are, like, what am I good at doing? What comes Mm. natural to me? I called my mom. I was like, when you see me, what are some of the things I've been good at doing throughout Mm. my life? So Mm -hmm. she gave me some as well. Mm -hmm. So like writing down a list of my strengths, like creating a whole strengths log of all the different things I'm good at doing and then giving examples of when I've demonstrated those strengths. That's good. So like whenever the negativity or imposter syndrome wants to come in, it's like, no, I got the receipts, you know? Like I can whoop it out real quick. So like working on myself looks like learning how to master my mindset Mm. because when i was a teenager i was actually very insecure okay and my mind was super super negative Mm -hmm. um although i was confident on the outside i did well in school i was prefect here and prefect there but my mind would always abuse me like my mind was so mean and so um when I was 21 and started reading that book, it was also at the point where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, mm-hmm. I can't keep having a mind that is just like literally a b- in my head. Mm. And so working on myself looked like learning to program my mind for success. You do that by practicing gratitude, mm. writing down three things you're grateful for every day. Mm. Because as you do that, you think of your day and your brain is scanning for positive moments mm-hmm. for you to write it down. Absolutely. So what are you doing? You're teaching your brain to look for positive moments mm-hmm. in your life. And then that becomes your default. Mm. It's about learning about my strengths, like I mentioned, so I can challenge the negativity when it comes. So those those are some of the ways you work on yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've done also similar stuff. As identifying well. your weaknesses mm. and then putting in a plan of action to be like, okay, I've noticed I don't really like this trait about myself. What can I do about it? How mm-hmm. can I work to improve this? Yeah. That's amazing. You know what? I like that so much 
because I'm a big believer in this, right? What is mindset? Mindset is how you set your mind. Mm. And I believe mindset itself is a very intentional thing. Yeah. Some people might disagree. Some people might say, oh, yeah, I'm just put up, I'm going to put up with my mindset. But I disagree. I feel like you have a choice how you can set your mind. And Absolutely. I feel like what you just demonstrated right there is just a manifestation of someone actually choosing to set their mind. Yes. You chose to actively look for good things in your day. You could have just chose to just allow negative to be your lifestyle. To my default, 10 years yeah. time, you're just yeah. in the same situation. But you yeah. said no. Yeah. Let me intentionally set my mind to find good and I look what you're doing right now. Yeah. So I wanted to be a little reminder, reminder to everyone right now, wherever you are on a journey right now, in terms of your confidence or in terms of your self-belief, be intentional and in trying to look for good in your days because trust me, yeah. there's more than you think. Even you wake up in the morning, that's a win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You having your family or your missus or your kids or your siblings next to you, that's a win because so many people, their parents or their families aren't there. So just look for the positives in your life and I promise you, by you doing that over time, and T was an example of that, yeah. your confidence in yourself starts to increase. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also, I have something called a monthly wins tracker. Mm -hmm. So it's a free tool on confidentandkillingit.com. Um, go check it out in the shop mm -hmm. section. Um, every single month, I write down my small wins and my big wins. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a specialization in positive psychology. So mm -hmm. my coaching isn't just like, you go girl, like <laughs> you got this. It's like, no, it's like science-backed coaching. How long did so, you do the um, um, I did it over lockdown. So like oh. a couple, I, yeah, I did a course online okay. and then you have to like do a set amount of reading and stuff like that. So I spent the year in lockdown kind of working on that as well. Mm. Um, because I'm really driven by impact, mm -hmm. like I wanted to make sure that whenever I was working with women, it was in a way that I knew I have the proven skills that you can use to change your life. Yeah. So yeah, so I worked on the positive psychology um, that part during lockdown and so scientifically proven that if you um, track your wins it helps you look back at your life with a sense of achievement and yeah. accomplishment and then makes you feel more confident and optimistic about your future so that's another way to like work on yourself and build a positive mindset that's what I did yeah. that's what I did to build my confidence as well but unintentionally yeah you did, so like yeah. I, I would learn and i learned drums when i was very young mm. and then i realized okay if i can learn drums then i can learn bass so i bought a bass for my birthday in lockdown mm. i started to learn that and i could hold down a, you know i'm saying a bass line yeah. also i basically back in the day when i had um, a photography business i learned how to build a website then i started building websites for people mm. and then i started learning i taught myself how to take pictures or my friend even helped me with that and then i basically self-taught myself that then after that i learned videography and i look back on everything i've done before i said if I've done all of this, why can't I start a business? Yeah. And I started a business. Amazing. And then start another business. And then, yeah, just yeah. continue. And then we started Purpose Led. Yep. Yeah. Because if we've done this stuff before, then why can't we do... If we if we succeeded before, why can't we succeed exactly. again? Just look at your track record. Exactly. Now, if you forget all the amazing things that you've done, every time you face a new challenge, you're like, oh my gosh, do I have what it takes? Mm. Or oh, little old me, can I do it? But when you have that track record, mm -hmm. you walk into that room with that energy of That's like, it. I've... I have I have a few like you know things in my bag like you know so I think yeah it's really really important to do that but like back to my story mm. on um when I started working on myself so my mind was super negative and then I was like I'm done with this and I think it's really important not to settle in life like if there's something about yourself that you feel is holding you back or sabotaging you like you owe it to yourself to be like you know what I have the power to change that mm -hmm. and I woke up to that realization that I have the power of choice to make better decisions and yep. change my life and change my mind so I started doing that and then was this at 21 yeah this was at 21 and then I, I was in like, Spain 
In Spain, okay. yeah. So I started because I was away from all my friends and family. So it was really like a year of like just focusing on me and my transformation. And then naturally, as I went back to England to finish uni, I still had all of these things with me, in me, thinking about it and working on like my mindset and my positivity. So when I started to see the positive impact it had on my life, like I was more positive, I was uplifted, I had more energy, I was more optimistic. I was like, hang on a second, like, why don't more people know about personal growth mm -hmm. because personal growth was never a conversation I had with friends oh, wow. in school with teachers I don't know it just or maybe it was happening but I didn't articulate it as personal growth mm. you know it just always felt like oh responsibility as a student this is what you have to do but like it's about school but this one was different this is about like me as an mm -hmm. individual in mm -hmm. my life it's not about grades or getting a job it's like do I like who I am mm. you know so so um, I was like, not enough people are talking about this. And so I started making um, one minute videos on Instagram about mm. how important it is to love and believe in yourself. Mm. And so fast forward, like two years later, I graduated from uni. I moved to Oxford. That's mm. where I got my first ever job. Mm -hmm. So there was, I, I put myself under so much pressure, like being a high achiever. I was like, I've got to get a job. I've got to get a job. So the first job that said yes to me after about like 20 rejections, I was like, right, I'm moving to Oxford. Yeah. Moved to Oxford, didn't know any anyone joined um my local church there okay. so like joined the church in oxford and then i started volunteering as youth leader mm. and as i was going to meet these teenage girls every Friday night mm -hmm. I would ask them like what do you need help with in life what's going on and they would they wrote it down on a piece of paper and then they folded it up and gave it to me and mm -hmm. so I got home one evening like super excited to see what they had said and I opened the first one and it's like I wish I loved myself more Eesh. and my heart just sank mm -hmm. like I was just like no Aww. open and I was like okay you know what actually maybe it's just one girl it'll mm -hmm. be fine open the next piece of paper I wish I was more confident Aww. next piece of paper I wish I loved myself more fifth i want to unleash my inner beyonce i want to be more confident like you know so many things and it's like i remembered when i was their age mm. and i felt the exact same way mm. and i was like how are we almost 10 years later same, same thing is happening with the wow. next generation coming underneath me this is not okay this is not normal question mm. why is it that so many women do as you said feel yeah don't feel confident at that age well, yeah also, i've got some ideas but i'm not i'm not a girl so yeah why, why, i mean there's a couple of things yeah. so one is the media plays a very big part yeah when you're young the media you consume really influences you and the media out there now it's better but before the media out there didn't paint a positive image of women mm. um especially when it came to, uh it comes to like loving your body mm -hmm. when it came to relationship with men it's not a positive image and so a lot of girls grow up feeling like i don't look like this woman on tv i don't look like this girl on this magazine yeah. there must be something wrong with me wow yeah that's how women internalize things and there's actually data to show because they did a um a test between men and women so there's something called the confidence gap between men and women i saw that on your page yeah, yeah. so um and we do a lot of work trying to close that confidence gap so basically when uh, a man fails at an exam he will go, that exam was hard. Like, why did the teacher make it so hard? Like, who the <laughs> hell was meant to pass that? Mm. You know? Yeah, when was, it, it's true. Yeah. It's, to blame. it's never <laughs> you. It's always the external situation. Yeah. 
And then when a woman fails, it's like, oh, I wasn't smart enough. Wow. I didn't wow. work hard. I'm not good enough wow. to pass this exam. You know what's interesting? So, so yeah. Cut you off very mm -hmm. quickly. We had a guest on a couple months ago now. You know what I'm going to say? And she works, she helps women get into grad roles, right? Okay. And a lot of women, it's quite linked to what you're saying. Oh, right? I was about to say that yeah, as well. a lot yeah. of women, they weren't necessarily, they weren't, so say like there's like five quotas to apply for a role at this company, yeah, company. Yeah. if they don't fit all five of them yeah, they're not going to apply yeah. as opposed to a mm -hmm. guy hey if a guy if I see three of them I'm applying I don't care yeah and exactly we just play we get the answer you know <laughs> but a girl won't apply yeah, yeah. until she fits all five of them so yeah. kind of it starts from right also when you're younger okay. like you're a good girl when you sit down and behave yourself and you're neat and you're tidy and you do what you're told mm -hmm. right whereas if you're a boy who does that you're soft if you're a boy who's out playing and allowed to be rough and is a bit de of a daredevil they see that as a good sign yeah, boys in will boys, be boys right yeah. exactly Exactly. Yeah. But if girls are out there scuffing around in the playground, like getting dirty, they're like, oh, she's a bad girl. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when children crave validation from their parents and the people around them Oof. as a way of love, right? You don't want to go against the norm mm. because you want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Because when you're young, acceptance is safety. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, acceptance is survival, mm -hmm. right? So all of those things grow up and no one ever tells you to challenge that. Right. And so you just keep playing into the norm, into the norm. And then when you're a teenager, it's about your body. And then you grow up. And then when you're a woman, there's all a whole host of things. So one is media. Um, and then two also is like it's passed down from generation to generation. An insecure woman is going to raise insecure daughters. True. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because her daughters are going to see the way she talks about herself. Absolutely. Her daughters are going to see the way she talks down about her body. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, wow, if mommy hates her body and my body looks like mommy's, then wow. maybe I should hate my body, too. Mm. It's that deep, mm. and it's that simple too. Yeah, we just explain that there, like if yeah. my mom hates it, and I, that means I must hate it. It's, exactly, because it your mom is your role model yeah. then, yeah. and until you get that like real life shock of like, no, you can actually question the things your parents say, and you don't have to always agree with what they do, then you just go with the flow, right? Mm. So yeah, there are a couple of reasons that influence people's um, confidence. You yeah, said a very key word there, and I said, oh. Is what you said the word validation. Mm. One thing I live by is this, yeah, and I want to get validation from the confidence coach. But this is my statement, which I live by, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. ready. Confidence yes. is built through internal recognition, not external validation. Ooh. That's my quote. What do you think? Okay. I'll say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> confidence is built through internal recognition as opposed to external validation. What's your thoughts, confidence? I would challenge that slightly. Okay, so. There's internal confidence and there's external confidence. Okay. Okay. In the sense that you can be the most confident person in yourself, mm -hmm. but if you are placed in an environment that drags you down, where people don't believe in you, that is toxic, that doesn't support your dreams and your goals, it is going to affect your confidence. Yeah. I have seen it time and time again when a woman is confident before she starts a job. And then when she starts a job, um, maybe, you know, she doesn't get on with her manager or there's this or she's getting really unconstructive feedback. And then she by the time she's two years in the job, her confidence is rock bottom. Yeah. So I totally get what you're saying. Um, but the outside circumstances can influence our confidence sometimes. So we just have to be aware, like build your internal confidence, but also 
Set yourself up for success by putting yourself in situations that also uplift the confidence that's already there. You know, I mean, if I had to break it down that point a bit more, because mm. what you're saying is very true. The way I break it down is like, the reason why I would say confidence is based on internal recognition, because 50, 50 million people can give you compliments saying you look good, you look good, whatever. But if you don't believe in yourself, of course, nothing can ever happen. Exactly. Which is why I always say, like, look, do the work within mm -hmm. and then it will admit outside. So, but I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, and Definitely. I also agree with that because if, like, people can give you all the blessings and all of that, but internally, if you don't believe in yourself, you're probably still going to sabotage yourself. That's it. So it's important to first build internally and then the external stuff is a nice to have, yeah. you know, yeah. but it doesn't like make or break you. That's yeah. Powerful. So with you, obviously your confidence coach, right? <clears throat> I, I spoke to you about this a bit um, earlier on before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a bit more about the, the variation between confidence and arrogance yeah. because me and Joe talk about this also, right? I think there's a very thin line yeah. between someone being confident and someone <laughs> being arrogant. So my question to you is how do you, first of all, get the, the boundary between confidence, arrogance. Because you said yourself, you're super ambitious. Like, how do you make how do you make sure that you always stay in that zone of yeah. confidence rather than being arrogant? And yeah. also with your clients too. Yeah. How do you get that balance for them? Also. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you, bro. It's a very, really great question. Um, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Okay. Yeah. So, confident people lift, believe in themselves, yeah. and they want to go for number one. But they also believe that. Somebody else winning doesn't mean I'm losing. Mm -hmm. There's enough room for all of us to reach our full potential. We said it, we said it all the time. Yeah. 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 Abundance, yes. A confident person has an abundance mindset. Mm. An arrogant person has a scarcity mindset. An arrogant person thinks if you're winning, that means I'm losing. And so for me to win, I have to make myself bigger and make you feel smaller. Mm. so arrogant people push other people down they make themselves look good and they make you feel smaller whereas confident people make themselves feel good and then they also share some of that with other people mm. so they lift others as they climb they go you're amazing i'm amazing he's amazing she's amazing there's enough room for all of us to be amazing so they're not threatened by somebody else also doing their thing in their own field, right? Whereas arrogant people are threatened by others. And so they come up with all of these ways to like be the loudest in the room and be the most noticeable, all these superficial things to make other people feel smaller. So that's kind of like how I look at it. And also self-promotion is an arrogance. Mm -hmm. Sharing your wins, sharing your successes is not arrogance. And especially with people who, like... Um, people come from like minority backgrounds especially Africans you know it's like oh they always tell us just put your head down don't make too much noise you know you're in another man's land just do the thing follow the rules and it's like actually no because there's no point being the world's best kept secret if yeah. you have something amazing share it so that people can find out about you mm. and can join whatever it is that you're building and that you're doing you know like it's like your light and when you put a light on the mountaintop right it's meant to shine you don't mm -hmm. have a light and then put a basket over it to cover it yeah. right it's like you are the light of the world mm -hmm. and when you're on that mountaintop you're meant to shine your mm -hmm. light right so but you shine your light in a way that doesn't make other people feel bad about themselves you shine your light in a way for example when you have a win at work you know you can sh share like okay 
I'm super, I'm super happy to share that I was able to achieve this. And this is what I learned. So you can take these learnings and apply it into your life too. Like if you follow me on LinkedIn, whenever I share my successes, it's never just like, hey, everyone, look at me. I'm amazing. You're not. Ha ha ha. Like, it's not about that. It's like, I'm amazing. This is what I learned. And I want to help you be amazing too. I want to wake you up to this new learning to help you level up your life too. So when you are confident and you self-promote, you're doing it in a way that's adding value to yourself and the people around you and not just in a way that just makes you look good and you'll yeah. see it from the response as well yeah like on linkedin as well you get a better response if you actually add value to people exactly like if you're just exactly. talking about what you've done oh i did this i achieved this great that's amazing but what do i get from that exactly because ultimately people are in this world for themselves like they they want to better themselves and you winning that's great but how's that going to help me? But then you're killing, not killing two birds with one stone, but you're basically saying, look, this is what I'm doing and this is how you can benefit from it too. And I'm trying to help you get to where I am. And confident people are confident in the fact that they can still do what they need to do and still win Mm-hmm. even if other people are winning too yeah and I, I like I like the difference between success them success because yeah. so Simon Sinek another really um, great guy He's in good, yeah. space yeah, yeah. Um, he talks about the finite and infinite game mm-hmm. and basically he says you have to see your life as an infinite game mm-hmm. because if you see it as a finite game where it's like oh everyone's running the same race and there can only be one winner it's going to make you have that scarcity mindset it's mm-hmm. going to make you start to hoard stuff and you know not reach your full potential but when you see it it's like oh it's infinite like there can be multiple winners the success is staying in the game long enough Mm -hmm. it's not getting to the end faster than everybody else because that's impossible the game is playing forever and ever and ever so success really and winning is you staying in the game for as long as possible and so yeah that's that's how I think about confidence versus arrogance and also self-promotion isn't superficial Mm -hmm. I think it's like superficial people will promote themselves in superficial ways. Mm -hmm. So if you are a person of substance, if you are a person of impact or faith, whatever it is, you know, and have depth, you're not going to promote yourself in a superficial way. You're just not going to do that. So don't hate the thing. Do it in a way that it works for you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And so many people are scared to like, sorry, bro. So many people are scared to actually put themselves out there because they believe that it is quite superficial or like everything is about me me, me, and not everything is about me. But then as you said, like being the light on a mountaintop, like you're actually able to show, because a light on a mountaintop isn't just there to look pretty. It's there to actually shine on the sea so boats can see where they're supposed, you see what I'm saying? So boats can actually come into harbour and get back safely. And that's what people can do. They can show other people the way. And then you not putting the stuff out there can actually be a disservice to other people who actually need to be shown the way as well. And that's how you, like, find your purpose. So when I was volunteering as a youth leader, I had this message in me. It was, like, literally burning. And I was Mm. like, I have to share this with the world. This message of loving and believing in yourself. It's like, I've just got to put it out there. And so I started making one-minute videos. One-minute videos. That was so so smooth. How you just got back onto this. That was... You're a clap. That was very, very smooth. Very smooth. But sorry, continue, continue. (laughs) So I started making one minute videos. um, And then one minute videos. After a year of doing that, I sat down with my mom and I was like, do you think my followers are real? Like, would they show up to hear me speak in person? And she was like, yeah, why not? And I was like, okay, should we do an event? Like, maybe like 20 people will come. And she was like, no, dream bigger, like 50. And I was like, 50 people How many followers? This was... This was 2017. Okay. 
Uh, and I probably had about 3,000 followers okay. at the time. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. 2017, you have 3,000. Yeah. Now you have like 10 times that. I have like 30,000, 35,000. Come on. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, something oh, yeah, about that. Yeah. So, or maybe probably less, like maybe 1,000, something around there mm-hmm. anyways. Um, yeah. So I... Um, was like, okay, let's go for 50. Let's dream big. 200. <laughs> so, but I said, let's dream big 50. No, look at it back now. Yeah. I like, know. That makes sense. That's, mm. yeah. Literally, 200 girls, women and girls signed up to that event in wow. three days. It sold out. Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking 20 would come. 200 people. 10 times. Show. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my first event was in Lagos, Nigeria. That was August of 2017. Hold on, what? So, sorry. <laughs> so how do we get, <laughs> we get to Lagos? Okay. I'm Nigerian, obviously. Yes. Um, I was in between jobs. Okay. So I thought I would go back home to spend some time with my family. Mm-hmm. And also, um, because my family are based in Nigeria, like my auntie owns an event location. Oh. Like, you know, so it was just like my mom knows caterers. So mm-hmm. it was like wow. the kind of thing where it was like for my first event, it made sense because it could it would be a pretty low lift. Yeah. And I didn't have any money to do a whole event in London. Mm. So... Um, I mean, I actually ended up doing an event in London like two months after because after I saw what happened in Lagos, I was like, damn, okay, I need to get London on the way. <laughs> it's going to be your first two events. Yeah. That's a flex. My first three events. First three, so what? in the same year, yeah. I went, I did Lagos, London and New York. You're, you're dope. You're actually dope. <laughs> you're dope. You, you said yeah. in the first year. In my first year of like putting on events. My first one was in Lagos. Second one was in London. Sold out in two days. And then the third one, I was going to New York for a work trip. And mm. I was like, let me see what I can finesse here. And so I was like, let me put on an event. My work is flying me to New York. Like, let's do this. So again, created my flyer. Yeah. Confident and killing it in New York let's go like I rented an Airbnb no and like way. used the living room area for the Airbnb to in like New York then yeah in New York, York. <laughs> big big New York how yeah. did what did people fly out for that were there no, just people there in New York, no I'm thinking because like, like Lagos like Lagos did people fly out for that or the people were there international okay I, I, I was thinking this whole time I've been thinking your audience is in London my audience is international even right the UK. Even yeah, my audience was. How did you have an international audience from then? I had spent one year posting videos. Yeah. On Instagram. Okay. There's no borders. Of course. Right. Of course. So it's like somebody from Lagos shares it to her Instagram. She mm. has somebody who is Nigerian who lives in New York. She sees it. She shares it. She shared it with her American friends. Mm. Before you know it, I have community members all over the world like my podcast is, is listened to in like 200 and something countries mm. wow yeah because yeah. obviously I was thinking because you were based in London initially yeah so okay maybe the network started in London but I'm guessing you have family back home that you potentially send it to yeah. and they send it to so, other people and that's what like, started over there Nigeria, like Nigerians are it's like yes I live in London mm-hmm. but I like people in Nigeria still know me because I'm Nigerian. And right. I did grow up in Nigeria. So I grew right. up there okay. till I was 15. Then I moved to London. Okay, okay. So I still have like a good base in Nigeria. Yeah, like a network there. Yeah, yeah. a network it makes there. Sense. Yeah, makes naturally. Sense. Unfortunately, we don't have too much time. So I want to do some quick fire questions. Okay. We've been for hours, man. Okay, but <laughs> quick fire questions, right? Yes. So quick fire questions because unfortunately, I'm running out. Quick fire question. So, quick question, yeah. Yeah. Question, yeah. 
What's the biggest barriers, the three biggest barriers for people who want to build confidence and how can they overcome it? Okay, I would say first biggest barrier is probably your mind Mm -hmm. and the story you tell yourself. Like you say, oh, I've always been like this. There's no point. I can't change it. Um, That's like that's going to hold you back. So instead, you want to be able to challenge those negative thoughts. So three things that I do, I have like a negative thought detector. Mm. So the first question is, is this thought 100% facts Mm. or am I making an assumption? Mm. So if it's facts, deal with the facts. If you're making an assumption, assumptions can be changed. Next question, does this thought sabotage me or does it empower me? Right? If a thought sabotages you, throw it in the bin. Literally, write it down on a piece of paper, rip it up, throw it in the bin. If it empowers you, that's what you want to lean into Mm -hmm. because your thoughts lead to your feelings and your feelings lead to the actions that you take. Mm -hmm. Right? So negative thoughts will make you retreat and and procrastinate and hold you back. Positive thoughts will empower you to move forward. And then the third question is, what would I say to a friend in this situation? Because we are so nice and loving and um supportive of our friends and family and so like mean and to negative ourselves. to ourselves yeah. so it's like treat yourself the way you would treat a friend what would mm. you say to a friend who says oh i want to start posting more online but i'm too scared would you be like oh that's cringe you definitely shouldn't do that no you would be like you have a message go out there and share it with the world so yeah challenge the negative thoughts question it don't just believe everything your mind says to you and like yeah really get in there and lean into the positive possibilities of your life generally speaking we can actually go for another hour out it's a shame we can't do it. you know what we should come back we should we'll have a part two, two. We absolutely a part two we could talk about so much more yes but before we go any further, can you tell the people how they can find you, please? Yes, mm. absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at Tiwalola. So T-I-W-A-L-O-W-L-A. You can get my book, Confidence and Killing It. Mm-hmm. It's an empowering guide to overcome fear and really connect with your true authentic self and take action in life. Mm-hmm. And um, you can check out the Confident and Killing It podcast as well, where as a coach, I spit loads of gems on how you can build your confidence and really just win in life. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Big love, people. We'll see you next time in a bit.